Chelsea Pites. Welcome to the Voice of Social Sales. Super excited today because I have one of my personal friends who I met at none other than Agent 2021 when we spoke with the Gary Vaynerchuk. Woohoo! And she is here live. Somebody that I greatly respect, had a great time Aww. getting to know. And since I've been watching her on Facebook, just have fallen even more in love with her. Her, and her name is Trish Leto. That's <laughs> L-E-T-O. And you need to go follow her. I will put it all in the show notes so that you guys can see all of this information because you're going to want to connect with her after all of the knowledge that she drops today. Trish, welcome to the show. Ergerd, you're like my favorite person ever. Seriously, <laughs> I'm not even joking. So I love, you know what I love about you, Chelsea, is like every time I go like check my LinkedIn feed, I see like another ridiculously awesome video from Chelsea Pipes dropping it like it's hot. With like <laughs> the only place I drop it like it's hot is on video. Oh. On <laughs> and your stories, your Instagram stories, are like my favesies. Just saying. So, no, so all of that love, I feel it. I love it right back at you, sister. 100. percent Thank you. Okay. So give us your one sentence, who you are. We want to know who you are, what you do, and then we're going to dive into some Facebook live tips and tricks. So tell us who you are. So, um, I like to give it a two sentence and it's going to sound ridiculous, but this is what I did. Actually, nobody can see this because this is on a podcast, but I'm holding up a unicorn mug because I am the unicorn breeder. And people say, what do you mean you're a unicorn breeder? So I turn average entrepreneurs into magical beings to press live with purpose and increase revenue with five minute lives. I love it. Okay. So you're going to tell us how to build a brand using live video, specifically on Facebook and other places we're going to talk about, but we're going to talk about live video on Facebook. And you guys, we've talked about live video for years, but what I love about Trish is that not only does she give it all away, like literally she's <laughs> teaching every single day. If you ever wanted to get a masterclass and you're like, oh, should I pay that $20,000 to go to that event? Girl gives it away and she is on point. So you need to be following her specifically on her Facebook business page, which is under her name, Trish Leto. You need to go to her Facebook business page and follow her on her profile because she also teaches there. So do not miss out on either one. And not only that, Take it one step further, <laughs> go into your notifications and tell Facebook that you want to see first so that you do not miss her because sometimes she drops that education and then it goes away. So you don't want to miss it. All right. So we're not going to talk about basic Facebook live tips because that's been done a million times. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about what your master tips are for Facebook lives, how to get more people, how to build your brand, how to actually do it well, because people turn on that thing and then just talk forever and then like nothing happens. Well, I tried Facebook Lives and nothing worked, right? right I don't right. like watching Facebook Lives. I don't care what other people say. So we wanna talk about those things, but you also have a gift for teaching people how to go live who are introverts. So we're gonna talk about that too. So let's get us started with Facebook Live. Why, why, what are some, why do we wanna be there? What do we wanna be doing and how do we get started? So gosh, it's a loaded question. And I, it's, it's a really long answer to be honest with you. So there's a lot, there are a lot of things that I want to, I want to give tips on. And before I do that, I just want to say it is such a ridiculously huge compliment to get all of that love from somebody of your caliber. Like you're so amazing at what you do. And when you like give me that many compliments, I don't even know what to do. Like I'm literally like ready to like start crying because I'm so overwhelmed <laughs> and I really need that kind of love this week. It's been a rough week. So, <laughs> oh my God, thank you. Seriously. You're so first and foremost, what I want to tell people is, um, I think too many people are using Facebook live to just like throw it against a wall and see if it sticks and for, please stop doing that. Like, like I really, when I say stop doing that, I really want you to take a deep breath, like inhale in, exhale out. I want you to take a piece of paper and I want you to make three lists. Okay. 
So put like three columns or three separate pages of, of, a, of a piece of paper or a notepad. And I want you to like give yourself some time. Give yourself like an hour, one hour. Pick a day. I don't care what day it is. Just pick a day. Go sit someplace where nobody's going to bother you. And I want you to give a little love to yourself. I want you to sit down. I want you to write an entire list of everything that you know how to do right? Everything that you're skilled at, right? I'm talking about everything. I'm talking like, if you can cook, I want you to tell people that you can cook. I want you to tell yourself, Hey, I can cook. I can, I can write a really good document on word. I can rock out an Excel spreadsheet. I can, I know how to do WordPress stuff. I know how to build a website. I know how to, uh, sketch a, 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 a you know, um, a piece of art and not make it look like a stick figure. Right. So you're really going to lay out every single thing that you can do. Okay. And then on the second list of list number one, I want you to write down what you actually enjoy doing from list number one onto list number two. Right. So you're going to go to list number one. You're going to be like, okay, yeah, I can cook, but do I really like to do that? Eh, not really. Right. So you're kind of narrowing it down guys. You're, you're going through this like process of elimination. So list number two is taking from list number one, what you really enjoy doing, like what you, what you could see yourself doing like a lot. And then list number three is what can you see yourself doing of list number two for other people? So whether you're teaching it or you're doing it yourself day in, day out, because what you're doing is you are designing your freaking business, right? You're designing your business. Like if you have no idea what you're doing, if you're just going live and saying, I don't know what's going on. I think I'm going to go live and just figure this thing out. Like I get it. And it seems like it's fun and glamorous, but what's not glamorous is going live for like an hour with no structure, with no offer, with no call to action. And people don't care. Like you're not that cool. Yeah. Trust me. Agreed. It's, it's like, you've got to have a little bit of an agenda and especially when you're beginning and I tell people, listen, I really don't even care if you are writing it down and you are saying to people, this is the first time I'm going live and I want to make sure I maximize it. I'm going to read because I'm nervous and I'm human and I want to make sure I hit my points. I would respect somebody more for that than just getting on and like, you know, not talking about anything. Cause you know, we all have zero attention span yeah. and guess what we, both you and I didn't get good at what we're doing without a lot of practice. You know how many times I went live and forgot to do a call to action? It still sometimes happens to me. And I'm like, Oh man, I forgot my call to action. What the heck was I doing? Right. Yeah. Or I get so into my thing cause I'm teaching and I forget to ask questions. I forget to get engaging. So it happens, you know, to all of us, but especially really hard to remember all those things in the beginning. So I love that you have the three lists so you can kind of identify maybe what your, your strengths are, what you want to talk about Correct. and give you some ideas for content. And we're going to come back to like kind of where you're sourcing content and how to do it. Cause we all know that's the number one fear. What am I going to say? I'll run out of things to say. I'm boring. Yada, yada, yada. So we're going to cover all that. Yeah. Yeah. Really important structure. What in yep. your opinion, and I know you do five minute lives. So do we need to go to an hour or can it just be five minutes? And what is a structure in such a short amount of time? That you recommend. So, so my five minute lives blueprint literally explains, and I, and I created this because I noticed so many people didn't have structure and our attention spans again, like Chelsea, you touched on it and you nailed it like right on the head. Our attention spans are like zero to none and none's on vacation. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> like we are like, if we already were not ADD, social media made us ADD. Like, are you kidding me right now? Right. So, so if you have the intention of like going and doing a Facebook live, 
if you can structure it in five minutes, even if it goes up to 10, if it's five minutes, but it's structured and you tell people you're live for five, they're going to, it's now, now you're designing for them consumable chunks of content and they're going to come back for more and more and more. And you build brand authority and credibility because each time you go live, you give like a couple of bullet points. So the blueprint goes like this, right? The second you go Facebook live, don't wait for people to pop in because your replay people are not going to like that, right? You got to always remember, you're not going live for yourself. You're going live for your viewers and don't worry about whether or not people pop in. You're like, I, I've gone live and been ghosted before. Like it happens, right? But I repurpose it like a mofo all over the place when it doesn't matter. Like I make myself look omnipresent, right? So go live. First 30 seconds, cover your who, what, why, and how. So for me, I, you know, the second I go live, I say my name. Hey, everybody, Trish Lito here. Today, I want to talk to you about how to create awesome content that matters to your audience. I'm going to give you just a few tips, okay? And the reason why is because so many people tell me that they don't know what to talk about or they don't know what to post on social media. So I'm going to give you the answer to that very problem right now. What I want you to do when I'm done with this video, I want you to go to my website and download my blueprint for free, trishlito.com. Or if you want to hop on a discovery call, we've never talked before, tell me DC in the comments. So I just gave them a ton of call to action. I told them exactly, I told them who I am. Make sure you tell them, don't just say me again, okay? Because me again, for the people who you just accepted their friend request or you just like connected with them, what if they don't know how to say your name? identify who you are. Like some people call me Trish Leto and I'm like, no, it's Leto. Yeah. Well, and what's even more important in this world of audio, Google just announced that they're going to be um, not only transcribing audio things on the interwebs, but they're going to be sourcing when people say the name, you know, when you were talking to all these devices. So you got to tell people your name. Yeah. So I've actually started doing that too, even though I'm like, well, the same people are tuning in every time, but they share you right? Yeah. If, you're, if you're giving a call to action for somebody to share you and you yep. have your name, which is so powerful because you're the only one that has, you know, that name and that face because you're, you know, your personal brand. So I agree with you. I love that, that you're yep. saying who you are and then you're giving them the immediately, like, what are you going to talk about? What am I talking about? Why should they care? It's not why I'm talking about it. It's why they should care that mm -hmm. I'm talking about it. I'm explaining to them, Hey, I'm doing this because this is your pain point. You told me this is your pain point. So I'm going to tell you exactly how to fix that pain point right now for free. Are you ready? If you're ready, tell me ready in the comments. And I brand myself instead of saying hashtag live and hashtag replay, I call myself the unicorn breeder. So I tell them if they're live hashtag unicorn, if they're catching the replay hashtag breeder, B R E E D E R. If people are like, Oh, that's amazing. And I'm like, yes, now go brand yourself the same way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you're getting engagement, you know, right yeah. away and you got, Oh my gosh. And I have learned this most recently. You've got to tell people what to do. And it kind of yeah. feels weird at first. Cause you're like, Oh, you know, what am I going to say? Hey guys, drop this right now in the comments. But really people do react when you tell them what to do, which is so critical. And also remember algorithms, right? Yep. We are layering algorithms. You're using live, which it loves. You're using video, which it loves. Now you're getting comments because people are actually putting information in. And what that tells the algorithm is, oh, people are interested. So yep. now we're going to start showing more of this. So you've got to layer those things in there. And by the way, Facebook listens to what you're saying on your videos. So um, it's all part of the big picture. So we've got the your name, what, 
why not why you're going live, but why people need to care, which means you actually have to do some research. Like yep. if you're a real estate agent or you're a lender, mm -hmm. you need to know what your niche audience pain points are. And by the way, your niche audience isn't anybody looking to buy or sell a home. That's not what a niche <laughs> audience is. From ages 18 to 65. <laughs> yes. A niche audience is somebody that has a name, that has a face, that is has specific demographics and interests and all of that. So we can do a whole other show about that. It's, oh not, it's not somebody that I'm sorry I'm dying. <laughs> yeah. You have to know the pain points. So so talk a little bit about that. So you get yeah. Know, how do you get people to even get to the point? Like because they gotta prep before they go live, right? They've got to yeah. make content. They gotta have something before they do the schedule or the agenda, the outline that you're teaching here. Yeah. So so my content creation methodology is I follow this like acronym that I call Pigly, P-I-G-G-L-Y. And each, I, I was in the military, so I love acronyms. Anything that's going to help me remember what the hell I'm going to do is I'm like all about it. I'm like, Pigly, like what, like whatever I can, I'm like, oh, I got, I got to figure out a word for this. So, and the reason why I do that is because I am very intentional when I do content creation, I open up a spreadsheet and I have a content creation calendar. And here's a cool part about this. I want to preface before I tell you exactly what I do. I want to preface this and tell this is, is a nothing else. It just gives you ideas for content so that you can literally crush that false obstacle of, I don't know what to talk about, or I don't know what people need from me. If nothing else, it gives you a guide. You're giving yourself a guide. And if you have a guide or a checklist of some sort, you're going to be that much more prone to using social media more, to going live on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube, to going live on LinkedIn when they open it up to everybody. And Irma Gerd, so excited about that. So, <clears throat> so what I do is I open up the six tabs of Pinterest, Instagram, Google, the number one Facebook group where my primary clients or ideal clients are hanging out, um, LinkedIn, and then YouTube. And I have, I open this up on my laptop. I don't do this from my phone. I go into my laptop. I put myself in productivity mode. My phone goes on airplane mode. Guys, I am super focused on this. And I open up an Excel spreadsheet and I go into Pinterest. And from Pinterest, I'll just, I'll put in a couple of keywords in the, in the keyword search. Mm -hmm. And then I click on the drop down box directly to the right of that. And I choose people first. Okay. Mm -hmm. I go to people and then I pay attention to the boards within the people because Pinterest is a search engine. It's not a social media site. And just because you don't yourself post on Pinterest doesn't mean other people don't either. Right. And if they do post on Pinterest and they rank really high to low, cause that's how it works. If you go to people first, they rank from highest to lowest with the amount of subscribers and repinned and boards. Mm -hmm. Right. So Pinterest is the secret Google for content. People don't realize that. So it is like my holy. favorite place to go for ideas. I'm like, Ooh, Pinterest has so much stuff. It's like it's right. Google for content. And also like just to refresh, cause I know people are like furiously taking notes. I'm sure <laughs> she said the Piggly method. So when we, she said she's get her tabs open, she said, Oh, I've got all these tabs open. What she's saying is each one of those letters, P Pinterest, I, Instagram, G, Google. She's opening up these tabs in her computer and that's what those letters are standing for. So, okay, so we're on Pinterest, you go to people, you sort yep. by that and you're looking at their boards. And I'm looking at their boards and all I'm doing, guys, I'm not looking to write in a blog. 
Okay, that's not my point right now. My point is to go into these boards and immediately pick up on common language. I'm looking for words or groupings of words that I can just go immediately to my Excel spreadsheet and start plugging in. That's it. And then move on. Go to another board. Move on. Go to another board. Move on. You should have literally from Pinterest alone, you should get one solid week or every Monday of the month. So in my Excel spreadsheet, I have four weeks of Mondays through Sundays because the average month has four weeks. Mm -hmm. okay. And so if you were in real estate or, or mortgage, like what would I be start? What do you think I should be searching in Pinterest to look at boards and kind of come up with ideas? Um, buyer checklists, first time mm -hmm. buyer checklist, mm -hmm. right? How to, how to find seller leads, wholesaling. Mm -hmm. Are you kidding right. me? Right. Investment properties, right? How to get a VA loan steps yes. to get a VA loan. Yep. Are you kidding me? Like there's so many things. What is an FHA loan? The difference between FHA to conventional to, to VA, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, things to look for on a, on a property inspection, right? right? What, how, how do you assess the value of your home? Should you be relying on Zillow or should you be worrying about your appraised value? Right. Okay. Right. So like, these are all the questions that people ask all the time. How do you check your credit score? Are you kidding me? Like simple guys, simple, 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 because the simplest thing to you could be the very thing that your ideal prospect, your buyer, your seller, your whatever is looking up on Google right now. Mm -hmm. and, if the, right. and if they find, if they find that on Pinterest and you have, you now you have that answer, they're looking it up. So you can be like, oh, I already have that answer and I'm going to go live and I'm going to show it to you. And the reason why you want to go live and explain this to people is because Facebook Live is consumed more than seven times than any other content on social media. And there's over, now there's over, I think, seven billion people on Facebook? Mm, I think it's a little bit lower than that. I think it's like two billion or something like it's that. Over it's over two billion. It's yeah, over which is a lot of people. <laughs> it's like, it's, it, right, like, and just think wow. about it. So I, just, I saw a statistic the other day and I was just like, wow, has it really gone up that much? I knew I was, it was over 2 billion, but I thought I saw something about seven, but maybe I'm wrong. But still, are you kidding me? That many people, <laughs> like, yeah. you're on a global scale now, right? You have a global right. reach. So you could have people who are, you know, international, like in the UK or whatever, but they're still a US citizen or they have a green card or whatever. And they, they're looking to buy a property in the US. Right. An investment property. Right. So no matter, no matter where you are, you need to just keep that in mind that every, people are always watching. They're always like taking in your information. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so I use Pinterest for that. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I'll, I'll fill up my, I'll fill up at least one week and then I go immediately to Instagram. And again, I'm looking up hashtags mm -hmm. so I could, you know, hashtag FTHB, hashtag veterans, hashtag, you know, home buying, um, properties for rent, properties for sale, whatever. Right. And I'll just look and see, <clears throat> I go into the, <clears throat> excuse me, the Explorer tab and I plug in the hashtags and then I hit search and then you get the top posts, the top posts. And usually there's over like 7,000 posts for that thing. Mm -hmm. Right. And all I do is I look at the posts. I'm not going too deep into this. I might, if there's, if there's a post that I see has a lot of comments, I might go into the comments and I might see what people are saying. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. But all I'm doing is pulling common language. Just, just, just grabbing some keywords and pop it into my content creation calendar, grabbing some keywords done. Then I go to Google. I go to Google and I plug in just keywords again. Mm -hmm. And what I do is I pay attention to the links that are directly below the links that have the word add next to it. 
Right. That's somebody who's done their homework and they're mm -hmm. SEOing really well. Right. Without paying for ads. Right. So I go in there and I'll click on that. And if it's a really good blog post or something, I'll grab the link to that blog post and I'll also put it in my calendar for that day. Because if I'm going to go live and talk about that, I'm going to give credit to the original content creator. Yeah. And I might even grab that link and post mm -hmm. it in the comments and mm -hmm. give them a shout exactly. out. Right. Absolutely. Now you're collaborating. Mm -hmm. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> and they'll share your video and go, Hey, this person found value in my blog. And yes, we all love it when people, you know, share us and, you know, use our content. So absolutely. It's a, it's very, it's a, it's a compliment. Yeah. And then, um, so I'm almost done. So then you go into groups and in groups, you're going to, again, I don't recommend that if you're a real estate agent or you're a mortgage professional, that you go into a Facebook group where other real estate agents and mortgage professionals are. You want to go into a group where maybe moms are hanging out or veterans are hanging out, right? And plug, either ask a question or plug into the search bar mm -hmm. on the left-hand side right. and just look and see, and you might have to test this out, but look and see if some common words are already being used in conversation threads, right? Because if they're already being used, your work's already been done. People are already talking about it. And then you just scroll through the conversation threads, pull some common words out of there and keep going, right? You're done. Like that's it. And then you go to LinkedIn, you put in some common words, click on the content bar underneath the keyword search. And then again, now you're getting a whole bunch of threads of information. People are already talking about that thing. Then you go to YouTube and you do the same thing. Start looking up some how to videos, how to videos are important, especially for home buyers, because home buyers are usually going to look up a how to improve my credit score how to get a good inspection on my house, how to quickly fix the things that were found on my house during my inspection. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Th things like that, like simple things. And before you know it, you now have 30 to 45 days worth of topics to go live about and talk about. You're done. And you know, what's interesting too, about, uh, about the inspection thing too, is that I know this sounds boring, but you know, sometimes boring is what you need when you're trying to find out an answer to something. Um, there are like words and phrases and terms. Like it's like reading Greek to me. Sometimes when I've seen that inspection. I don't, I don't know what things are on the house. I don't know what like a Freon tube to whatever on my, you know, each little thing, not everybody knows. It's like, you know, I'm, I don't know anything about cars. So if you're speaking in car lingo, I don't know what that means. I don't know how you fix it. I don't know what it does and why I need it. Is it really something I absolutely need? Like yeah. you could literally take out that inspection list and look at all the items on it and you could do a video on like, okay, so what is that? What do you need to look at for specifically on your AC section, especially in Arizona? Like we need AC or we're going to die. Yeah. Um, so like in what the state of California, you have to have two brackets on your water cooler in your garage because of earthquakes. Cause <laughs> California, and then like, you know, some people just don't know what those things are or haven't had the opportunity. They've never owned a home before right. and they don't know what those are, or maybe yep. they've lived in an apartment or in a different state and they've never had people from New York have never had a garage most cases. So it's like, what are things that are in there? So little things like that, that sound boring. Like I would go and search like Google. Cause you know, I'm Googling when I'm standing there at the inspection, what the heck is a da da da, you know, you know, on AC, you know, how much does that cost? What is it? Like, do I need to hire someone? Right. Do I put it in? Little things like that. I think are, are I don't see very, I see very few. I don't, can't even think of off the top of my head people that are doing little explainer videos like that. I see a lot of people saying tips on buying homes. Here's how to do this. But the little things that you don't think of that people could be searching for become Google, right? You got to become Google and they'd love to like, just, I'd like to just hear it in video 
instead of reading 30 blogs, trying to get down to like what it is I need to do. Well, and so two, two pieces to that too, I want to address Chelsea. Thing number one is you don't have to know everything about that thing that you're looking up. If you look it up and you're like, oh, that's a really good point. Reach out to a termite inspector, yes. reach out to a home inspector, reach yep. out to an appraiser, reach right. out to a pool guy, like reach out to a pest inspection company and go, Hey, would you mind if I interviewed you on a Facebook live and we could like educate my audience and our audience of the community and God forbid they actually pick up the phone and they call you now and they're like, Hey, I saw your video and I didn't know that. I no. want to hire you. Can you come and check my house? Got like right. yeah. what a concept, right? Yes, so, exactly. There's that piece. And the second piece is you just said be Google. Guys, if you do exactly this this method and you do a Facebook Live, you can download that Facebook Live when you're done and you can upload it to YouTube. Now, guess what? You are in fact on Google. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So you bring up a good point. Here's a good question. So these people, so they, they bought in now. They're like, I'm, I'm fired up. I'm ready to do my five minute lives. I got, I got the blueprint, which by the way, I will link in the show notes. So everybody can go to your website and get that blueprint. You know that you're going to, you're going to do five minutes at least. You're going to do yeah. your who, what, why, and how your, how is yeah. your action, where they should go. Um, and now we also know where we find our ideas with your piggly method. Yeah. So, um, let's talk about they're ready to go. Are they going live once a week? Are they going live twice? Do you believe it should be on a schedule like every Tuesday at nine? What are you seeing that's working? And then as far as like horizontal versus vertical, talk about that. So I think that people need to be very um, aware of who their audience is and what time of the day is going to be most effective for them to watch the live video. Because again, while you, you're not going live for, to get all these viewers, but at the same time, you do want to get more people live so that they share it out and they engage with you real time so that they can ask you questions and you can go back and forth. Right? So I would say, test it out. So, you know, if, if your average client or prospect is, you know, uh, 41 year old female with two kids with a full-time job, then if you go live at nine o'clock in the morning, she might be sitting at her desk doing work. That might not be a good time for her. But if you go live at eight 30 at night, her kids might be in bed. She might be having a little ice cream after dinner and she might be like, Oh, scrolling around and mess around on her Facebook newsfeed. And she'd be like, Oh, cool. So-and-so's live. I want to go check this out. Right. The other thing you can do is poll your audience and ask them, you know, Hey, if I went live and covered this topic, what would be the best time of day to do that so that you can join me and I can answer your questions real time. Mm -hmm. Guys, there's literally, there's no rules here. You just, right. you just got to ask, you just got to ask the questions. Right. And then you can use stories and give a heads up and say, Hey, I'm going to be live at this time. Make sure that you tune in, catch the replay, whatever. So, um, I think I answered that part of the question. Yes, you did. Um, so yeah, I, yeah. I do you recommend, like you just sort of touched on it there too. Um, like when you are, are you marketing your lives? Like, uh, you know, or do you suggest that people say, Hey guys, I'm going to be live tomorrow at this time, or I'm going to be live later tonight at this time and give them the topic as well. I absolutely. I think so. I tell people that they should be going live every day that they want to make money. Right. Okay. Good. That's a good idea. I mean, I'm not, I like <laughs> right. Like, I mean, for all intents and purposes, I do like to like take the weekends off, especially since I've been officially 100% self-employed for like three weeks now. So on the weekends, I'm like, hell yeah, I just busted my ass all week. I want to, mm -hmm. I want to enjoy my children and I want to, you yeah. know, hang out with them. But if I feel like 
you know, if I feel like, hey, I can go live for just a couple of minutes and inspire some people and just like say, hey, this is what happens today or funny story, you know, then I, I'll do it, right? But um, I don't, I really don't keep an actual schedule because for me personally, if I try to abide by a schedule, I'm going to totally screw it up. I'm, my ADD is way too messed up for that. <laughs> yeah, it's so, funny because I, I'm, I'm the same way. I'm like yeah. a very organized and focused person, but I do not abide by a, a hard like schedule because I find I've tried before. And so, you know, you can be successful with it and not have a schedule, but some people, if you know yourself and you're better on a schedule, then do it. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. A hundred percent. And the other thing too, is if you go live from your business page, which I highly recommend that you do. And let me just mm -hmm. tell you guys something. It is an absolute myth and misconception and total malarkey when people say that Facebook business pages are dead, Facebook business pages are dead. If you make them dead, right? Yep. Agreed. Agreed. If you don't yep. post good content on there and you suck, your Facebook business page is going to suck. Okay. Yep. But if you go live, you're posting great content, you're conducting interviews, you're doing the thing you run a dollar a day ad for people to like your page. And that way, when they go like your page, they're going to get notifications when you're live and they're gonna be like, Oh, this is actually somebody who is awesome. I'm going to follow their page. I'm going to engage with them and just set up, set up a Facebook messenger automation chat bot on your page if you want to. So that way, when you are going to go live, you can broadcast to your subscribers that you're going to be live. They can come watch you real time. Mm. Or if you did a replay or you, you know, you did a live and it's over, you could send it over to them and go, Hey, I just did an entire Facebook live talking about title commitments and what you need to be, what you need to be looking for. Right. Want to well, watch it? Now you can do watch parties in groups, which is awesome. I love that. I mean, there's yes. so many ways that you can encourage people and kind of connect the dots. It's almost like you're making a funnel within Facebook, which a lot of people, you know, don't think about doing. And then, you know, once you get those video views, which is amazing, you're creating your custom audiences. So you have another way to retarget and monetize. So it is sort of a big giant circle and not to overwhelm people because you got to start by just going live. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, and that's the front end of the funnel, but we have to yeah. make sure my whole thing is I always tell people, this is like, you better make sure you got something set up on the back end mm -hmm. that's bringing people into a nurturing system, especially with real estate and mortgage, because those people are not going to end up doing business with you right away tomorrow. Right. right. They might buy your ebook if you have an ebook available, right. Or a downloadable buyer's guide or whatever, but they're probably just getting to know, like, and trust you. And it's going to be like 90 days before they maybe pick up the phone and call you. Yeah. So and you it's have to make sure that your experiences of your brand, like going yeah. your face again and again and again. So yeah. I love that. So you're pre-marketing it. You're using your business page for a variety of reasons. You can always yeah. share it from business to personal, but you do go on your personal quite a bit. Yeah, um, I do. And horizontal or vertical? Okay. Oh boy. If you're inter <laughs> if know. you're interviewing someone, so this is what I hate. I hate when people interview and they do portrait because then the person's face is in the upper right hand corner right. and it, it looks horrible when you repurpose that. Yeah. So turn it horizontal. And for those of you who are iPhone users, that means that your volume buttons are on the top and your power buttons on the bottom. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you're going to be upside down. And once you're upside down, you can't flip it. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. yes. Once you're live, you can't fix that. So little hack. Yes. <laughs> so I, I typically go horizontal or, or landscape. Um, when I go live from my phone, 
And, um, but if I'm solo, I find it easier to repurpose my live onto IGTV mm -hmm. and LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. um, and it just, it, it's easier. Like I don't have to go into InShot and reframe it. So InShot, I-N-S-H-O-T is a free app that, that you can use on your yeah. phone. Mm -hmm. And you can, you can reframe your, your, um, your video to right. square. So that way it, it can pretty much go anywhere. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I do. I mean, just because I'm lazy too, I, just <laughs> use my laptop. I honestly, and if you're on your laptop, then obviously it's going to be horizontal. Yeah. Um, so on my business page where I pretty much only exclusively go live, I'm with you. My business page has actually has engagement, um, because I only go live on my business page and I teach and I it's it. always, I love it. Because of that. <laughs> But you're right. Um, everywhere else I'm vertical typically, you know, IGTV now is all vertical. So it, it, you know, it depends. Um, so, uh, yeah, but I'm typically interviewing somebody or like doing some sort of teaching. And so like you are, and you usually have something behind you. So it really depends on what you're doing. Um, I do notice that the vertical live videos show up bigger, uh, in the feeds than the horizontal, which, you know, is also a benefit, but you know, I think as long as you're doing them, that's the, you know, the key, right. Is to make yeah, sure. Just doing. get started. Don't worry about the fancy yet. Just get started. I mean, you got to yeah. start with step one and step one is just, you know, just go live, just give it a go. Yeah. And, and PS you guys, you're going to suck the first time. Yes. <laughs> Please give yourself permission to suck at yeah. being live yes. the first time and fail forward. Like yes. it's okay. Agreed. <laughs> Okay. So let's talk about, we're going to kind of wrap up and talk about repurposing because okay. it's all about repurposing. Um, what does that mean? How are you doing it? Um, tips, tricks, all that sort of thing. What's your favorite ways to repurpose a Facebook live? As soon as I'm done going live, if I go live from my cell phone, as soon as I'm done going live, I go into stories mm -hmm. and I click on the three little white dots in my stories and then I can download that live directly onto my camera phone. Yeah. So when you're done going live, it'll give you an option to put it to your story and your feed. So you want to pick the yeah. boat. You want to do both, right? Yep. Because once you've, once you've passed that option, you can't go back, but yeah. So be aware of that when you click finish. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're an iPhone user for me, you can save it first. There's like the save button on yes. the left bottom, left-hand side, and then the post. So I go into my stories and then I immediately download it to my camera or my, mm -hmm. yeah, to my phone. And then what I typically try to do, I don't always remember to do this, but I do it as much as I can. I'll go directly onto Instagram mm -hmm. and I will directly from my phone. I'll go to post a 50, 59 second clip onto my Instagram. Mm -hmm. And what happens is, um, and then I'll give like a call to action and say, Hey, go to my business page to watch the whole video or go yeah. here to watch the whole video. And you guys know too, and well, some of you may not, but what Trish is saying is she goes to, she's got it on her camera roll. She switches over to Instagram. And when you upload a video that's longer than a minute, mm -hmm. it allows you to sort of like trim it. So mm -hmm. she can go in there and, you know, pick out the 59 seconds that she wants to have posted in the main feed of Instagram. And it doesn't have to be 59 whole seconds. Right. It could be like, like 30, 30 or right. could be like a 30 second clip and you can add a filter to it, make it black and white, whatever you want to do. Girl, you know, I'm at, if there's a filter option, I am adding it. Girl. <laughs> yes. No, a hundred percent. Oh my God. Filter up on there. <laughs> no kidding. I'm usually like black and white or like, I don't know, glamour, whatever. So do that. And then I just add a little bit of context to it. And I tell people like, again, call to action. Don't forget to put your call to action in there. Um, and just keep this in mind too. If you post it onto Instagram, if your Instagram page is a business page, you can also at the same time post it to your Facebook business page, right? Mm -hmm. So you can have a little clip, right? And then you tell them, Hey, go to my website or go wherever to watch the whole video. Right. Mm -hmm. 
Right. And then you're done. Then I'm done. And I, I, I'm done there. And then what I'll do is I'll upload uh, as long as it's up to 10 minutes. So I, I, I guide people to five minutes, but if you go over, but you're still less than 10, you can also repurpose the whole thing onto LinkedIn, mm-hmm. onto IGTV. Mm-hmm. And I actually have a VA who goes and follows me like a little shadow and he downloads all of my Facebook lives and he uploads them to my YouTube channel for me. And then he blogs them onto my WordPress website for me. Awesome. I love it. So, Great ideas. Yeah. And then you can, you know, what can you do with those? Like, what are you doing? Are you putting them in emails? Are you sending them out to people? Like how so, are you? Yeah. Um, if they're really good, I'll put them into my courses and my info products. Right. So if I like give a ton of information, I absolutely repurpose that for people. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I can, I can, you can go on to, uh, or rev.com and Temi is T E M I or R E V.com. And you can transcribe the whole video. Right. And it's like 50 cents a minute. It's super cheap. Mm-hmm. And you can take that and you can put that into a blog post. You can be a guest blogger on somebody else's blog, right? You can put it into an ebook. You can make it into an actual Facebook post, like a physical post. Right. You can email it to your list, to your email list. Mm-hmm. You can use it for information to put into a slide deck for a webinar. Right. Like, guys, like, it's limitless opportunity. You could write a book. Like, literally write a book. Yeah. I mean, you could actually, something that I'm doing right now is that I took a video post I did. I took the three bullet points out of it. I'm making it into a quick Canva graphic and I'm going to load that up in the document feature of LinkedIn. And I mean, just got to try it all different ways, right? It's just reformatting it. All different ways. I yeah. love that. Um, another tip that I uh, have friends that are using, I uh, have tried the free version, the trial is repurpose.io. Which I is knew so you were cool, going to say that. that like rips yep. out like your, you know, your audio can make it into a podcast from your live or it can just put it right onto YouTube. So I love all those ideas. I'm looking at my notes because I want to make sure I don't um, miss anything. Okay, we covered your five-minute lives. We've got your blueprint. You have given us your ideas on pre-marketing and all of that. You gave us a few apps. InShot. Another one I like to use is Video Shop. That's a good one that I've used too as well. Okay, video. And uh, yeah, Video Shop and InShot, I-N-S-H-O-T. And both of those are, I think, both... um, Droid and, and Apple and super easy to use. So highly recommend all of those. All right. Where can they find you? Because they're all going to be coming running to, to find you. So what are the places that they can connect with you? Okay. So on LinkedIn, I'm Trish Lito. On Facebook, I'm Trish Lito. Um, if you guys also like, I just want to throw this out there. If anybody here, cause this is, this has happened before. I've had people just email me and go, Oh my God, I heard you. I heard you on this podcast and I want to learn more about your stuff. So feel free to email me Trish at trishlito.com. Um, just like Chelsea, I'm also a speaker. If you're interested in, um, having me come out and speak, you can email me at, um, book me to speak at trishlito.com. And, um, yeah. And then on Instagram, I am the expert connection. So the underscore expert underscore connection underscore. And I call myself that because I really do connect, um, all the experts in my industry with each other. In fact, I just connected Chelsea with someone. She's like, you call yourself the expert connection. Do you got a guy for this? And I was like, why yes? Yes, I do. Yes, she does. Okay. And I'm going to have all those links too in the show notes so that you can connect with Trish on all the socials and go to her website for that download and booking her. And by the way, too, you know, if you're in an industry where you are working with veterans, military, any of the above, she mentioned that she has a background in that. That is one of her niches too. So if you're listening to this program 
and you are affiliated of any kind and you're doing some sort of event, I highly recommend that you book her to speak. She's spoken on many stages. Uh, clearly, she does not have a problem speaking, as you have heard here, and she does it all the time on live. So um, just yeah. you know, keep that in mind, guys. So thank you again so much for being on the show. So excited. I've implemented a lot of your tips. And of course, I, you, of course you are on my first C list on Facebook, of course. So I can't wait oh to see God. what else you're going to be doing for the rest of the year. Trish just launched her business with consulting too. So if you are looking for somebody to consult with your company, your enterprise system, she would be a great person for corporate coaching as well. So thanks again for coming on. I can't wait to see you on uh, the socials and we'll talk soon. Thanks for coming. Oh my God, Chelsea. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, girl. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Thanks so much for listening and subscribing to this podcast. If you'd like more information, you can find me at ChelseaPites.com or on all the socials at Chelsea.Pites. That's P-E-I-T-Z. Bye.